0: Good evening and welcome to Direct Impact Broadcasting, the station of growth and transformation. Affiliate of Creative Broadcasting presents Leadership Tidbits with Coach T. Wilson, with your host, Taiwana Wilson, as she welcomes her guest to the studio.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to another episode of Leadership Tidbits with Coach T. Wilson. I am your host and leadership mentor, Tawana Wilson. If this is your first time tuning in to Leadership Tidbits, welcome. I'm so glad and excited that you landed on this podcast. It is a weekly podcast where I bring you mentors from all over the world that gives you practical tips that you can use in both your career, your personal life, and your business. And so I have another amazing mentor for you this evening, and I am excited about it. This is a, a friend and, and fellow speaker, so I'm excited to have her on. So let me bring on our featured mentor tonight, Miss Kuana Coco Stanley. Good evening, good evening good evening how are you i am doing well yep i can hear you i am doing well i'm super excited to have you on tonight and as i said in my introduction you are a friend and fellow speaker and i am excited to have you on to share with the audience sharing something that affects our children that that affects those that are working those that are in business all about confidence and having that confidence because you hear about imposter syndrome you hear about that that lack of confidence and so i'm excited about the tips you're going to give this
0: evening all right i'm ready to hand them out
1: well let me read your bio first give the give the viewers and listeners a little bit about you and viewers, as you are watching, please make sure that you let us know where you're coming in from so that we can welcome you in to our learning laboratory. So drop it in the chat who you are and where you are coming in from so that we can welcome you in properly. But Kuano Miss Coco Stanley is from El Dorado, Arkansas, but she grew up in Minneapolis, Minnesota. She now resides in Las Vegas, Nevada. One of the most significant events in her life was the birth of her son. As a single parent, she completed two master's degrees. At a young age, she also stated that she would be her own boss. So at the age of 26, she started working on starting her own business. She became a full-time entrepreneur at age 39. She began to experience a lack of confidence within herself due to several abusive relationships and challenges as a single parent. Kuano's goals were not achieved due to lack of confidence. By going through the challenges she went through, her passion is to help other women. So Miss Coco Stanley now coaches women to increase their confidence so they can boldly pursue the goals that have put them on the back burner. So does that sound like you? If, If that sounds like you, her story, if you could be saying just today, like, man, I'm in my career, I'm in my business, and I'm struggling well this episode is for you so i'll let you go ahead and take it away
0: all right well thank you coach t for the introduction and the information and just being able to have this platform to show everybody Um, the leadership that you carry. I mean, you've been carrying that for years, and I'm grateful that you're bringing this to a podcast so others can hear, you know, other people's leadership and where they come from and what they need to do to actually move to that next level or to that next space in life. And so I'm going to talk to, you know, the audience today um, of you bringing me on here about confidence. And with leadership, it does take confidence to have that, you know, ability to do the leadership, even if you don't want to be a leader, but just be in the foremost of learning from some of the greatest, you know, leaders. You still need confidence, whatever space that you're, you're in or whatever your lane is, you still have to have that confidence. And without the confidence, you're not going to get where you want to be. And with confidence, it does stems and start from a set of mindset. And many times, most people in confidence, they they're comfortable where they what they're used to doing. It's easy for us to say, oh, yeah, I'm confident. I got it going on. You know where it's comfortable you and it's natural. You're going to say you're confident. But what about you start tapping to those areas like the financial area of your life, the the relationships areas in your life, family and friends? you know, business and career, um, wealth or health and fitness, any of those areas of life that you know you don't want to touch, you'll just let it stay to the back because you don't want to touch it. You don't want to have to build that confidence to say, okay, I can do this because you think about the fears and the challenges that may come along. And so you push that that particular area on the backside and you just stay comfortable for what you do. But God has given us so many gifts and talents outside of the one area, but we are not tapping into them because we, are, we don't believe we have the confidence to do it. We don't believe that we can achieve that, but you can achieve anything you put your mind to. But how do you know that you can't be the best seller if you never tried it? How do you don't know that's one of your skills or talents if you never tried it? You have to learn how to get outside of the, your comfort zone of what you're so used to. And so many of us get comfortable and we say, oh, I'm confident. Yeah, you are confident in that one area, but there's so much more and bigger in you that God has put in you that you have to come bring out. But you have to be willing to take the step up forward and take that leap of faith and say, I can do this in spite of the journey that comes along with it. It's not going to be easy, but as long as you have that confidence you keep giving yourself that self-talk and those positive thoughts in the midst of why the negative trying to creep in, you can still do it. But you got to know how to transition into some of those and have those tools that you can use to stay confident.
1: That's good. And and you're right. I mean, you see people all the time and, and you may say, oh, they got it going on. They must be the most confident person in
0: the world. And that's not always true. That's not always the case. No, it's not. And that's just probably one side of your sin. And they probably got a whole bunch, you know, other talents they, they can do, but they won't try because they're comfortable with well, what happens when life hits. And that one thing that you're so confident in that, you know, you naturally do, it hits and it takes a dive for the worst. Then what we saw that with COVID, everybody got comfortable and confident with what they was doing. But guess what happened? It shut down a whole lot of people's thoughts, process, businesses, all of that. People had to transition and learn other gifts and talents that they had. Yes. But if they had to step out, and it was they was forced to learn that confidence real quick and real fast if they needed something. Else. <laughs>
1: that's, that's true. So you talked about mindset and, and that does play a big part in having confidence. So what kind of tips or strategies would you give somebody to maybe, you know, maybe they say I'm confident, but it depends on what it is, depending on like, if it's at work, I may not be as confident in my decisions, or I may not be as confident uh, or where I would like to be. What kind of, ideas or tips do you have for somebody that might be struggling in that area? So
0: one of the biggest things that I say that people can do when it comes to the mindset and learning, even if you know you might want to try that, you know, move up a ladder in your business or in your career or job, I say you have to start out with learning who you are. That's tapping into those three areas of life, which is your mind, your body, and your soul. You got to learn how to tap into that so that you can figure out and get in a quiet space where you can figure out what it is that you do. What are your, your strengths? What are your weakness? Because you can build off of your strengths and your weakness. You can take those weaknesses and build them into strengths, you know, and tie that into what you're already, you know, strengthening is. But if you don't meditate on a daily basis, if you don't tap into your inner self, if you don't tap into and know who you really are, your personality, your your, your potentials, your, your, your power gifts, if you don't tap into that area and do that personal self-development with yourself, you will never make the decision of changing your mindset. And That's I read this book that one of my coaches, Dr. Cheryl Woods, gave me. And it's—I suggest anybody go get this book. But it helps you to discover your personality type, and Mm um, even your your strongest uh, potential as well as the um, unlock the potentials that you don't know about. And I don't know if you can see it, but this is the name of the book. And I ain't going to even try to pronounce that. But (laughs) it's E N N E A Dash Graham Empowerment. But it discovers your personality type and actually unlock your potentials by Laura Middleton Bird. Mm M-I-L-T-E-N-B-E-R-G-E-R. When I tell you this book is absolutely amazing, it's amazing. It literally opens up your mind of knowing who you are, Mm -hmm. what your and when you know your gifts and talents, when you know your potentials and you know those strengths and those areas that you can strengthen more in and that you don't have the strongest strength in, you know what lane you can work in. You know what level and which direction you can go for your own life. And then God can even use you even more because now God is like, "I, you know who you are. You finally figured it out. Now I can build that. I can increase that. I can expand your territory now. But when yeah. you just don't know who you are and you don't have the confidence to learn to know who you are, it's hard for God to work with what you don't want to do.
1: Mm-hmm. That's good. So the uh, Enneagram, I think that's the uh, book you said. Yeah, Enneagram. Interestingly enough, that you uh, mentioned <laughs> that you mentioned that that particular book. My uh, brother and his girlfriend they gave me a book for my birthday. You probably won't be able to see it due to the blur. Yeah, but, I see it. but it's called the Road Back to You. An Enneagram Journey to Self-Discovery. Oh, wow. See, now (laughs) we need to go get that other part to that. (laughs) (laughs) And they was like, well, I don't know if it's a good book or not, but they know that I'm an avid reader and I love Mm -hmm. to read. And I was like, yeah, I said, I'm familiar with Enneagram. Uh, I haven't taken one. They have several uh, free assessments that you can take out there, but I have it on my list. So that made me
0: think of that when you said that book oh yeah it's it's a must read and i'm i'm i mean that's a start to at least one of those tips that you can start to learn who you are tapping into your inner self because tapping into your inner self will help build up your confidence Mm -hmm. that will get you speaking on you know like who am i like encouraging yourself
1: mm -hmm. well what what would you tell those people and they may probably hear you know tapping into your inner self and discovering your, your talents and all of that. And they probably figure that that might be frou-frou, you know, information. Cause you know, people today, when they think of, you know, that tapping into their gifts and their self, they, they think of the technical, like, what are the things that I can do? Those things that you can see those skills, but you're right, it really gets to that core of the essence. It doesn't matter how much technical skill you have, Mm -hmm. if you don't realize the gifts that you have. So what would you tell people that might be like, "Ah, I don't know if if really spending that time, you know, meditating and getting to my my core self and my person, you know, getting
0: into that, like that's
1: worth the time and effort.
0: I say um, with people that think that way, I say it's all about it's it's more of a fear factor for them. And when they don't want to put time in to make that growth or that change, because without growing, if you when you make the decision that you no longer want to do any personal development, you don't want to grow no further than what you are. You have basically checked out of life. <laughs> Because you have to learn how to continue to grow in life, mature and change your mindset. And because, I mean, it's almost like somebody goes to school. They say, well, I'm done with 11th I, I, I just want to drop out of the 10th grade, 11th grade. But what happens when they stop at 10th or 11th grade and do they don't do any more further knowledge or learning anything past that where well, their mind stops? They can't do anything more or teach anybody anything more than where they have stopped that. Right. So you have to want in personal development is an ongoing thing. It's not no overnight, no learning. It's not a do it today. And it's done with It's doing done in one week. It's a continuing overtime learning process of you growing within yourself, your mind. I mean, your knowledge being wise all of that plays a part in you becoming a more better person than who you are now than where you may be in five weeks from now or mm-hmm. a month from now. So you gotta, I know mindset is one of those pieces like, oh, I don't want to touch into the mindset because it consists of change and people, so many people don't like change, mm-hmm. but change <laughs> is so good. If you, I mean, I, change is so good. I love it. And it's one of those things, because people have a hard time getting out of their habits, changing habits, especially if they got a habit they've been doing for 15, 20 years, it's, it's a process and getting out of that. But the thing is the old thing, um, I, what I know a couple of coaches tells me all the time, you know, getting out of doing a habit 21 days in a row, it becomes consistent then. Mm-hmm. So 21 days, if you've been doing something 50 years or 13 years, 50, 15 years, well, 21 days is all you need to make it a new habit. So you can change out of that old way into a new way if you just try it one day. Is it gonna be easy? No. Look how many people say started at January 1st, they was gonna lose weight. They had the <laughs> confidence then. Now we six, five months in, half of them dropped out the race <laughs> because they didn't lost the confidence, they didn't do it consistently. You know, and that's even for us in leadership, coaching, business, we got to stay consistent Mm -hmm. in spite of the hard days. But our mind is made up to stay consistent. Our mind is made up to keep growing and keep going, even the hard days. So my thing is for those who feel like, you know, it's hard, I don't want to change my mindset and all that. They're telling you basically they don't want to change. And you can't even fight with those people. You have to let them get in the place where they're ready to get. It's almost like, you know, you might uh, have a friend that's in the network marketing world and they make a million of dollars. They can have all the close friends around them. That one person can be like, see, they making it, see how they doing it and still don't believe it. But that's a mindset thing. You can't make them no matter how much you show them step by step. They have to want to make that change. So I mean, it's one of those things you're not going to be get everybody to do, but steady putting it out there and letting them know this is one step to the process. It's not the whole process, but it's a, it's at least a start. It's almost mm-hmm. like somebody started. Say, I want to start a business, but never started. What's never going to become reality until you start. And yeah. it's not even how long you take to start it. it is you starting it and taking the steps to get there. Enjoy the moment as you go through your leadership, through your coaching, through your business, even through your job to promotion to the top level, if that's what you want to do. But it's going to take confidence. It's going to take that mindset to say, I can do this. I can be the next supervisor in my position. I can be that next one to get that position, The you know, the seat, whatever that position is. Mm-hmm. You have to have the mindset. You have to believe it here before it ever comes reality. You have to believe it. You have to see it. You have to visualize it. Pray about it, and then let it go from there.
1: Yeah, well, amen, amen, <laughs> sister. <laughs> I don't go to I ain't gonna go church. Ain't gonna joking. So, what would you tell that one? That was that was great advice. But what would you tell some of our young people that could be struggling with confidence? And you know, why do they? Why do they need it? You know, here I am, I'm in, in high school, you know, why why do I need confidence? How is this going to impact my journey, whether I have confidence or lack of confidence in my decisions, in my choices, and in my future pathway? Because sometimes our young people, they like, well, I, I'm confident, I'm cute, you know, <laughs> and it, it confidence is more than a, a look. So what would you tell our our young people that that could be struggling, especially if they're looking at social media and everybody looks confident?
0: (laughs) So the young people and and this is, you know, putting an example of my son. It you know, it's totally different from when I was growing up. You know, I think peer pressure and all this other stuff was way much more worse than it was when I was coming up because we didn't have all the technology. But I would say. You having confidence and believing in yourself and who you are will take you far more more place better places and you know, places that you desire to go in with goals that you want to accomplish, versus if you didn't have that lack of confidence. If you don't have that lack of confidence, if you have a lack of confidence, you're not gonna do the things that you truly desire to do because you're gonna have things that are self-sabotage or you know, the doubtful um, in your mindset, you're gonna have those fears. And those will stop you from accomplishing goals in your life. And I know there's a lot of young people that have goals they want. They see stuff all on TV. They see stuff on social media. But with that, it comes a sense of confidence that you must have. You must believe within yourself. The outside can look good all day long, but that doesn't help the inside. It's called work from the inside out, not work from the outside in so you have to be able to build that confidence increase that confidence and believe in who you are and the uniqueness within who God created you to be and be able to tap into your goals and dreams that you want to live without that you can't do it you know um prime example my son is 22 years old um he plays football in college so he just got his associate's degree but he wants to go ahead and finish the four year in sports management but he's had such a hard journey through college, the first two years with football, with, you know, the school, the coaches, like all of this, I had to, it literally shut my son's confidence down to where he just wanted to give up on the football. And it's like, no, we're not doing that. That's not what it's going to be. This is a part of life. Life is going to throw things at you that, you know, it's going to shape you to who you going to be, you know, with those adversaries that come along, God want to see you know, the God, the devil don't never want nothing positive coming your way. No way. But however, he will throw things. God will allow him to throw things in your path to see where your faith is, where your belief is, who you know, who you are. That's why it's important to know who you are and whose you are standing your ground. When you know who you are, there's nothing that can stop you. No adversary, no, you know, and trials, no fear can stop you from doing what you were called to do. So if you know what you were called to do, if you know that you were gifted to do this or to do that or whatever your goals and dreams are, you can do it if you have the confidence. But you got to know that life trials will come. That doesn't stop the confidence from trying to show up and say you're not confident, but it's all a part of life lessons learned as stuff show up. How are you going to respond to it? Because it's not that it's not if it's when it shows up. Because life stuff is going to show up. It's not if. So what is your response to that? And with these, don't never, one tip I got to say is never compare yourself to anybody else. You are unique in your own way. When you compare yourself to somebody else, you're killing the joy with inside of you. You're killing the, the, um, the greatness that's with inside of you. So never compare yourself to anybody else. Because for one, you don't know what that person went through. You don't know what that person going through now. It just looks good in the front of social media because nobody's going to share all of their downfalls at all (laughs) on social media. They're going to only give you the good. Mm -hmm. But just be unique. Be who you are. Don't try to shape yourself to be somebody else because it's harder for you to be somebody else than it is to be for yourself.
1: Absolutely. I think that's that's great. Listen, I think I've said this before. So viewers and listeners, don't try to be somebody else. They are already taken. <laughs> yeah. And I I agree. I, it's it's no point of you looking at somebody else and trying to be like them or do what they do because you don't know their journey. You don't know what they're going through and you don't know what it takes to to maintain what they what they got. Mm. So I think that's great information so talk to us a little bit about your journey and I'm sure there were there are points where you didn't have the confidence especially as you were going through life and life building situations and relationships how did you maneuver that to to find your confidence and your voice
0: So um, for those of that don't know my story, I kind of went through my son. By the time my son was nine or 10, I had already gone through three abusive relationships. And it totally had me to where I had no confidence compared to who I was then and who I am now. You'd be like, oh, my God, that's a totally different person. I didn't have (coughs) excuse me. I didn't have any belief in myself. I didn't believe I could do anything. And looking at me, if you knew who I was, then you would have thought I had it all together because I walked it, I, I, I showed it, but I really on the inside, and that's why I say you can't look at people on the outside and think that everything's all good, because you don't know what they're dealing with on inside. Look at all, you know, um, the actress um, who lost her son, he was 26, uh, Regina Hall, I believe that was, you know, the, the, the Miss America woman who killed herself, like, those things on the, on the outside doesn't matter. What matters nowadays more so than ever, it's your mentalness. Like you got to have that inside taken care of. And that's why that's the number one thing that I teach as a, you know, for meditation is, I mean, one of those things to teach is meditation because you got to have that inside good. You can't allow depression and anxiety and all of these things, stress to kill you. You have work to do. You have something that you need to leave behind for your family or even for yourself. So it's it's important that you do that, but having that confidence where I lost and I allowed someone else, and I say allowed because I allowed it, because a person can only do what they do to you if you allow it. And I allowed those those bad relationships that I were in to take me in a place where I lost confidence. You know, I'm I'm a single mom and I'm doing it by myself, even though they have totally taken the confidence out of me where I didn't believe in myself. I'm just basically I was I wasn't I was just existing. I wasn't living at all. And so I had to learn the moment when I wanted to take my life, I had to learn thank God it didn't God didn't allow it to happen, but I had to take that moment to say when I heard my son's voice calling my name. So I did take my life. Um, literally was on, you know, edge of getting ready to take my own life with a handful of medication. You know, um, it allowed God to bring my son into the house, calling my name to stop me. And I say he used my son because my son had no idea why he was coming in the house. He just happened to just say, Mom, I'm checking on you, which he didn't normally do that every day. So for that, that made a place for me in my heart to say, you know what, I had to get up and I literally, you know, tears in my eyes, bawling out, had pretty much, I had, you know, with the no confidence, no job at the time because the job I had shut down. So I'm just like, okay, God, I this, this, this is too much. And if you're a parent, I think if you know how being a single mom, having that back, your back against the wall when it's just you and everything seemed like, when it rains, it pours. You didn't know. I didn't know what to do at that moment. I'm not thinking about church and I grew up in church. And I'm not thinking about quotes in a Bible. I'm not thinking about that. That's why I say it's I teach on the confidence because it's so huge that you learn how that when life is kind of giving you that, you know, sour moment, you know how to respond. You know how to change that negative to positive real quick because my negative was overtaking my positive and I wanted to take my life. Who would have been there for my son? How my son life would have continued on, you know? So I had to learn in that moment how to learn speaking affirmations, how to encourage myself. I ain't have time to pick up the phone and call sister so-and-so or this best friend or that. I didn't have time. So you have to learn how to encourage yourself, how to pull yourself out of a dark space before you fall too far. Because I can tell you for me with the at that time with depression, it's hard to come out of that. It's hard to pull yourself out of that hole. So I had to learn how to do all of those things. And that's when I started a process of learning how to encourage myself, how to celebrate myself, how to not look for validation. Like all of that came in place for me and and remove myself. That's another tip. Removing yourself with certain surrounding people or circles that you're in, it can damage your confidence, especially if it's not positive. If it's not growing you, it's killing you.
1: That was good. <laughs> if it is not growing you, it's killing you. Yeah, that was good. That was deep. <laughs> yeah, and that's and you're right. You know, at different stages of life, you do have to evaluate, you know, your circles, your relationships, your network. And and sometimes you can stay too long. So you have to figure out when it's time to move to the next room. And it may not be comfortable and it may not feel good, but it could be time for you to move. Now, what are your thoughts about, you know, as, as we look at our, our whole life, we think about you know our personal life, we think about our career and or business. And there may be some areas in life where you feel very confident in, and then there could be other areas where you don't feel as confident in. Is that okay? Is that normal? Like, you know, what what are your thoughts around that where somebody might say, you know, in my personal life, in my relationships, I'm very confident. I'm doing it. But they may say, in my career, you know, I feel a little shaky. I don't feel as confident in that arena. Is that is that, you know, is that normal? And then how can one that might feel like that increase their confidence in the areas in which they don't feel as confident in?
0: So it is normal um, because the majority of people is not confident in all areas of life. And there's like eight areas of life. And so in that case, I tell people, you know, one of my courses that I have, I teach people how to tap in. What I, I ask people, what area of life are you not confident in? Is it, you know, um, finance and wealth? Is it business or career? Is it, you know, relationships and, you know, in, in family or friends? Is it, you know, your love life? Is it, you know, um, your health and wealth? Like, what area is that? That's your Is it your recreational? Because some people will work their whole life and never treat themselves, you know? So what area of life are you struggling with confidence? And once I tap into, you know, helping you figure out what that area, there's a root cause for everything. Everybody got a fear of something and it's tapping into what that fear is because that fear can be hindering your confidence for that particular area that you want confidence in to do. You know, you might have a goal to, You know, um, climb up the ladder in your career or just go to a different position. But what is it going to take that you want to have that confidence to increase that confidence and say, okay, you know, go to your supervisor. I want to put in for the position. How do you feel about it? What is it going to take for you? But you got to figure out what that fear is, because it's something that's stopping. There's always something that's stopping you from not increasing, whether it's your confidence, increasing your faith. Increasing, you know, your skills. There's always a fear of something, or why you're not increasing something. But you have to figure that out and tap into what that is, because I can't help you if I don't know what that is. And it's almost like going to the doctor, and you give your doctor a little bit of information. Well, your doctor can't help you if you're giving a partial information or if you're leaving information out. He don't know what to prescribe you with. You know, what I'm saying? he can only prescribe you based on what you tell him. And coaches are just that same way. Leaders are just that same way. I can't give you a prescription if you don't tell me what the problem is. You know, maybe I can't help you, but maybe I can. But you've got to give me what it is that you're fearful of so that I can help you increase that confidence. What if you want to, you know, many times it's almost like Dr. Cheryl says it all the time. Well, the, the, the trainer can't help you. If you, He can give you all the information you want. I can give you all the information and confidence. But if you're not willing to take that step to say, okay, I need this or admit that I need this, then how can they help you? We all can increase our confidence in areas. I ain't good. I'm not good when it comes to um, the fitness and health, but I work on doing at least, I make it a point in my schedule every day, you know, 30 minutes and fitness and health ain't always you know, lose weight. It be just toning up your body. It can be eating healthy. You know, but it's a what is that fear of you not doing that? You know, so I tell people to increase your confidence by you know um, setting boundaries. You know, setting boundaries with yourself because sometimes being disciplined is another way in increasing your confidence. Discipline is hard for some people. It's hard for people to get on a regular schedule, especially if it ain't been in a schedule. So, you know, those are some things um, that you can do to increase your confidence. Depends on what it is you're trying to increase your confidence in. You can increase your confidence by, you know, things like that, you know, setting boundaries, um, you know, um, setting boundaries, um, surrounding your circle with a different circle of people. If you want to build your confidence in getting that new position or being a speaker, well, you got to surround yourself around those people who's already in that area. Because what you don't know, you can find out if you surround yourself in those circles or if you, you change getting out of your comfort zone. That's a whole nother, you know, conversation and increasing your confidence, getting out of your comfort zone. You can't stay comfortable. Most successful people didn't get where they are because they stay comfortable. It, it was totally outside of that. They had, they was uncomfortable moving into that next lane. And I say, that's how you can increase your confidence. Be willing to make those changes that you need to increase your confidence.
1: I like that. That's, that's good. And you're right. There's a saying that says nothing ever grows in the comfort zone. So mm-hmm. you got to get out of the comfort zone. And I, I really like that you said, You know, part of increasing your confidence is, you know, setting those boundaries. And if you need discipline, know that you need discipline. So that goes back to that self-awareness piece and knowing your Mm -hmm. inner self. And then in those areas in which you're not strong, you know, doing, committing to personal development of those areas. So I know for, you know, many people, maybe finance is one of those areas Budget and finance, especially if you didn't grow up with those tools, you may mm-hmm. not feel as confident in investments or, you know, saving for the a long term strategy or whatever the case may be. And so surrounding yourself with people that are a little bit further along in the journey in which you want to be getting in the rooms with people that are more confident or more educated or, you know, have more skill or talent in those particular areas is very important so i think that was was great that you mentioned that and there's various aspects of life as you Mm -hmm. said you said there's what over eight there's there's a total of eight so there's eight different aspects of your of your life and know that it is totally natural to Mm -hmm. not feel confident in every single area i know for me there's areas that I don't feel confident in, you know, there's some areas I'm like, yep, I got it. There's some areas I'm like, I'm flying by the seat of my pants. and We're going to just roll with it and see what happens. So, you know, know that you don't have to feel confident in every single area. And in and, and the areas that I don't feel confident in or don't feel that I have wisdom in or wise in, then I, you know, get, around people that are confident in those areas that'll help fast track that learning curve. Oh yeah. And it will, you know, give you those tools and tips because it could be surface things that you're thinking about. And then once you get into that space, then it's like, Oh, there's so much more to it than what I even thought. Once Mm -hmm. you start getting in the room, getting with the network, you know, and committing, to some type of, of long-term personal growth and development.
0: Mm-hmm. And some people, Tawana, some people, you know, confidence come from fear of stuff that they're still dealing with in their past. And, and that's why I tell people all the time, one of the things that, you know, bullet points I want people to do is start focusing on their future and not the past, because the past is just what happened. But Mm it should make it a point to where it's going to make you a better person and transition you into a better person. But so many people hold on to stuff that they that they're not letting go Mm -hmm. and that that will stop you from having the confidence you need to move forward of whatever it is in life. You know, they might not you might not be talking to your parents for whatever reason or your children or whatever. What caused that is still hindering some areas in your life or your confidence
1: absolutely you're right so as you have maneuvered through your journey and started a business and became a full-time entrepreneur i'm sure there were moments that your confidence was shaken especially when you exhibited or experienced some failures along your journey So talk to the viewers a little bit about, you know, maybe a a failure or learning lesson that you had on your journey and and what did you take away from it? Because I want the the viewers or listeners who will hear the audio version of this to know that you don't just wake up and everything is success or you're just confident or whatever the case may be. It is it, not like that. <laughs> and so especially for my my young viewers and mentees out there that could be struggling and think, you know, they see successful people and people that is confident and have it together, such as yourself. And they like what well, she she don't she don't know. She don't know because it's always been, you know, an easier journey for her. So what kind of what would you tell somebody that's this out there that, you know, that's like looking at you like she she couldn't possibly know because she hasn't had any failures or learning lessons along the way.
0: So first I want to tell you that <laughs> it is not an easy journey, especially being the own boss, you know, not working for anybody. It's not an easy journey. And what I've learned along the way as being your own boss. I was afraid. I was scared to start my own business, but I knew in my spirit, I always said I was going to, to be my own boss. So I had it there, but the confidence wasn't quite where I wanted until I walked out of my job where I knew I was confident enough I can do this. Now it was scary going through the motions and the process of starting my own business. However, I've always read books. I'm I'm a huge advocate of people reading books or reading, listening to um, you know, audios because I'm one of those that. I don't mind taking risks when it's going to be something that benefit myself and my family. You know, I wanted to make sure that I wasn't one of the people that leave this earth in the graveyard and all that gift of talent in there. We got enough people in the graveyard with gifts of talent that we ain't going to never see because they took them with them. They didn't step out on faith. They didn't believe and have hope that it can happen. And so my thing is, yes, it's going to be a little rough patch along the way. If you want to start your own business, if you want to be an author of a book, if you want to be a speaker, if you want to be a leader in something or a group or organization, yes, you're going to have trials, you're going to have challenges that come along, but you got to continue to always remember your why. Why did you start it? Why are you doing it? Long as your why in your, you know, why you're doing it, why you started lines up with your vision, you're going to keep moving forward. No matter what comes your way, you still have to keep going because if you stop, you're going to stop for yourself, but you're also hindering other people's blessings that's supposed to hear your voice or that's supposed to be your you know, clients or your teacher or, or whatever that is. You're going to miss out. You're leaving their blessing hanging. So you got to always remember that why. Always know how to transition. In my case, I use those tools that I teach to others on how to stay confident because there's days I have to go on my knees. There's days I cry. There's days when business, I don't get a nine to five check or you know every two week check. So I had to learn how to do that. Entrepreneurship is not for everybody. Even if it's not not for you and you want to start off small, you still got to have the confidence to keep your small business going. Even if you work a nine to five, you got to have that confidence. So my thing to you is always when times come, if they're, you're getting you're feeling like you don't got the confidence to keep moving forward, talk to yourself, speak to yourself, look in the mirror, because that's what makes the difference. You are only the only one that are in control of your mind. You're the only one in control of your emotions. Nobody else can do that but you. But you got to train yourself to do it. It's all about training your mindset again. Back to mindset, because it's huge. It's what dictates your next move or your next choice or your next decision. Of course, God as well, because I believe he is the foundation of it all. And without him, nothing is possible. Nothing, nothing, everything is possible with him, but nothing is impossible with God. And long as you keep that main foundation of what your goals are or what you want to achieve or what you want to change, it can happen. But you got to always believe in yourself and never self-doubt yourself. No matter what life throws at you, continue to believe in you. That is the biggest thing you can do, even when nobody else sees your vision or see you continue to see the vision because it's going to pay off in the end. It's kind of like the farmer that planted the seeds in the Bible. Some of the seeds went this way. Some went that way. Some got swallowed up. Some, you know, that whole scripture, it tells you about the seeds, but some fell on good soil. Had you not planted those seeds, how would you know if they fall on the good soil or the bad soil if you never plant them?
1: That's true. That's very true. So I'm sure you've had to take, you know, some risk in your career and and business talk to us about you know maybe the biggest risk that you've had to take because i'm sure that took confidence to, to to have that risk and you know whether that was go out and get and do your business full-time or maybe something else maybe it was you know joining a program that was a significant <laughs> investment for you or maybe it was you know working with a high profile client what kind of Talk to us about, you know, a risk
0: that you've taken. My biggest risk, which I don't mind doing, but it is scary, is when I made my first investment in a coach. And to me, back then, it was like five thousand dollars. That wasn't nothing. However, I surpassed that because now I'm at the point with, well, say the last twenty, twenty, twenty one. So within the last two years, I have invested well over almost well over thirty thousand in coaching programs. Um, from top coaches, but I needed that. And I don't look at anything that I invest as a bad mistake because, or a bad choice because investing is no matter what coach I invest in, no matter what I invest in myself, whether it's personal development now, it's something that I didn't know. I'm gonna learn something that I didn't know, whether it was one thing, because you're never going to be able to get everything from one person. That's why it's called continuing personal development, because you're going to constantly keep learning, keep learning new knowledge, because everything that you learn is is added to the knowledge that you already have. Now you're gaining more wisdom. You're gaining more understanding. And so my biggest thing is some people don't like to invest. They're like, I'm not. Well, everything that you invest and I'm not talking about anything material, because that's you can't get anything off of that. My thing is always, if I'm going to spend some money on a purse or a pair of shoes, why not? What's what's wrong with me investing in my mind? You can invest all day long in material things, but you got to, the biggest thing, and I'm going to say our culture, don't invest in our mind. We don't invest enough in, in learning new knowledge. It's not a bad thing. It's such a great thing to invest. And I learned that when I came into the entrepreneur world back in 2018. So that was something that was new to me. But it's like, once I got over that one hump, investing small and again, got to the next level. Now I'm just like, okay, well, if I needed this for that, I can do the next one. But now I'm just like, it doesn't, it's like, once I pray about it, if God told me, yes, this is it. I go with that yes and I stick to my yes. And I go through it. Now, is it going to be easy? Absolutely not. Because I feel like every investment you do and you're putting in the time, the money, the energy, everything that you're applying yourself, it helps with your personal development, believe it or not.
1: Absolutely. And that that's true, especially, you know, some people look at it as a as a risk, but you're right. You most people, and I I forget where I read this, but most people will not invest in education outside of a formal education, a degree, a certification program, you know, something like that or certificate program Mm -hmm. but uh studies show that you know they will invest in that kind of education but not necessarily a practical real world type of application education and so Mm uh it's funny that you mentioned that my co-host on the elaborate topics podcast lona small she Posted on her, I think it was LinkedIn, just today. She was finishing up two certification programs. One was a life coaching, and one was another kind of coaching. She said, "I've been investing in my personal development for years." She said, "I've been through all kind of coaches, you know, and learning all different kind of stuff." And she know a lot of stuff about a lot of different stuff from mm-hmm. investing. But that's one of her one of her big things is that, you know, investing. And so I, I absolutely agree that you should take that time and, and invest in yourself. It's the only thing that will pay you dividends. It's like investing in the stock market, investing yeah. yourself, because it won't matter what COVID come, what Delta variant come, what mm-hmm. whatever else come if you invest in yourself then nothing that the world can have happen is going to take that away from you so i absolutely agree and you know you have to move from the small league to the big league
0: (laughs) (laughs) It, it is scary to you know for people to step outside of what they're not used to doing but if you don't take the first step to do it I mean, you can't expect anybody else to do it when you want to, you know what I'm saying, when you need people to do it, you know? Right. Um, yeah. So you got to, you know, I think risk is one of the, and to be honest, I think everybody take just a normal risk on a regular every day. You take a risk in your car. You don't know if a car going to come <laughs> through and hit your car. Yeah. So what, I mean, at least take something that you can physically do and learn that you can apply to yourself. Right. Every day. Yeah. And then how many people go to school four or five years in college and stuff and you ain't never picked back up that book that you went. and you? I I got multiple degrees. I ain't picked another book since I left the class. (laughs) But I still got the knowledge. Right. And how many people went to college? Like you said, that regular education and degrees, how many people went to college and still got out of college and still didn't make 60,000 yet?
1: right still was it still didn't know nothing <laughs> right.
0: because they teach you from a book standpoint some of the time most of the time and then when you get in the real world you're like well my book in class didn't show me this because that ain't the real world <laughs> like they need to put the stuff that actually happened in the account like i'm my background is accounting so when i got in the real world i'm like okay that's different from what the book showed." <laughs> The book wasn't the real world. That was like the basic. That's you it. Got the theory. Right. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. It, it is. Some people are scared now. It's again. It's a fear thing that has to do with the mindset and how you think of money and mm-hmm. how you grew up thinking about money. You know what thoughts that you have about money. All of that. There's so many different fears that people grew up on. You know, from money to to wait, to businesses, to all this other stuff to the point that it stops them as they get older. So that's why it's good to tap into when it comes to the confidence piece, it's good to tap on into what is the root cause because there's always a cause on why you think the way you think.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Well, Kawano, this has been good. This has been a, a good discussion and so i like to ask all of my mentors before we wrap up here what would be your one or two tidbits that you want to leave the viewers with that they can take with them and implement right away
0: uh one of the two of the things i want them to do one of the things is i want you to start focusing on every day setting your day with a day that starts with you Focusing on self-care first, which is like, you know, whether it's whatever meditation, it can be exercise, it can be breathing exercise, it can be praying, it can be affirmations, whatever whatever you consist of is your meditation. Start your day with that before you do anything throughout the day. That way you're determining your day and you're not allowed, allowing your day to determine you on how your day is going to go. And, and just kind of keep your mind in a positive atmosphere when you're starting your day. And then um, number two is also you know, making the changes of feeding your mindset with positive things throughout the day, whether that's you listening to something on YouTube that's positive, um, motivational, or you reading a book, but try going throughout your day every day with feeding your mindset with something good that's going to help develop you. Uh, Many times, example, I don't watch news a lot because a lot of times it can get my anxiety going with all the bad stuff that's going on around the world and my state and all of that. So I don't watch a lot of news. I tune myself out of that. I don't watch a lot of reality shows because it's nothing that's going to help my mindset. You know what I'm saying? If anything, it's going to trigger some old ways that I don't want to go back to. So <laughs> so I want you to make sure you determine your day every day by starting your day with meditation, prayer, affirmation, exercise, something like that. Exercise releases stress and anxiety. Um, and then number two, just feeding your mindset with positive things throughout the day, not just in the morning, but just throughout the day. When you think about it, post some affirmation stickers in your car on your you know, your room, your office, wherever it is, just to keep your day going and think positive. Anytime something shows up that's not good, think of a positive way outcome to think outside of being negative, not just going to a negative thought process.
1: Awesome. That's very good information. That Very good. So how can the viewers get and stay connected with you?
0: So you can stay connected with me on social media. I'm on Twitter and LinkedIn under Kawano Stanley and then Instagram and Facebook under Kiwano Coco Stanley. And then you, if you want to, you can also go check out my, um, get your free ebook at I need my I need my and you can get your free ebook. There's going to give you a list of different tools and tips that you can use to art, uh, start building and increasing your confidence.
1: Awesome. I love it. So make sure you go and you connect with Kwano on social media. Go grab her free gift for you at INeedMyConfidence.com. Listen, today is the day. So go ahead and get started. Don't wait for tomorrow. Get started today with building your confidence in all eight areas of your life well sis this has been good i have enjoyed talking with you and connecting with you again and i really am grateful that you share with my audience today
0: oh awesome i enjoyed myself being on here i got to get on this podcast every tuesday <laughs> <laughs> i need to be watching it. i can use some look i love learning i'm i'm not a fan i have my own coach so look i love learning from other coaches that are experiencing areas because all of this still helps me as well.
1: Absolutely. Well, we here. We are here every Tuesday, 8 p.m. Eastern with a new mentor. Some days, some weeks, I'll uh, be the mentor. But usually, I bring some amazing mentors from all over the world. And I didn't ask where you were at currently. You didn't t- tell the audience where you
0: were at currently. Currently, where- I... I am in Las Vegas, Nevada. That is where I live. I love the sunshine. And look, I'm not going back to the Midwest of the cold. This is life and sunny days over here.
1: <laughs> so, you heard it. Our mentor this week is in sunny Las Vegas, Nevada. So, like I said, I bring you mentors from all over the world, this time from the US in Nevada. So, Thank you so much, viewers, for tuning in. I forgot to mention earlier that a new Elaborate Topics podcast episode released today. So if you have not heard it yet, make sure you go check it out on directimpactbroadcasting.com. It's an awesome show, it's a roundtable. We actually connected and had some elaborate talk with the people of pathology. So listen, we are blowing up doing this lab thing. So make sure you check that out. So check that out. Come back next week for this show. Make sure you share it out with somebody who can utilize this message. I would really appreciate that. Check it out and come back with us next week. And until then, have an amazing, amazing week.
0: Thank you, friends, for tuning in to another episode of Leadership Tidbits with Coach T Wilson, where Taiwana speaks with leaders who share nuggets of wisdom that you can use in your personal and professional life. Follow her on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Coach T Wilson. Connect on LinkedIn or visit www.coachtwilson.com. And remember, in life, learn as much as you can, appreciate often, and lead fearlessly.